Okay. Okay, so the question we're going to address is something which is already addressed in the Rishonim, and we'll see even addressed in Chazal. And that is, how do we reconcile, uh, on the one hand, that a person's Bechira can affect other people, that if I choose to do something to harm another person, so if I choose to do it, I can. people do. They harm each other, they kill each other. And on the other hand, there's a concept of because Baruch decides what's going to happen to a person. And why is it a question? So let's just explain two first points to explain what's not the question, and then we'll get to what the question is. And that is, number one, the fact that people can get punished by other people isn't the isn't question, because it could have been, that's what Hashem was gozer. Hashem was gozer, this person deserves to die. And now, just as a principle that who's going to be the one to kill him? Well, and that's the first Gemara in Marcus. The Gemara says that if a person's high Mesa, for whatever reason, and there isn't aid him, and if Hashem organized it, somebody else is going to kill him. So in a case like that, there's no question. In other words, it was Nigzam in Hashemayim, this person is going to die. And now just the question is, how is it going to happen? So Hashem orchestrates things that the other person in, in, in the picture is going to be the one to, to carry it out. That's not, so we have no shaders over there. Similarly, similarly, the fact that, uh, like we said, a person can choose to do a virus. It's also not a question. That's the regular Hashem gives everybody. A person can choose to be a tzaddik. A person can choose to be a rasha. And if a person chooses to be a rasha, it could involve a virus when I'm a chaveroi. This could involve a virus when I'm a makom. So the fact that a person can choose to harm another human being also isn't sure to us. What we want to know, and this is what the question is, is in a case where one person decides to kill the other one. Does that mean that the other person was nigzar on him to die anyway? And just the first person was the one to carry it out? Or could it be that the person wasn't nigzar on him to die? And the second person, by choosing to kill him, has now gone and done something which wasn't meant to happen. In other words, every time someone gets killed, do we look at it that he was going to die either way around? He deserves it for whatever reason? Or Hashem decided that for whatever reason? And just this person happened to be the agent who did it? Or do we say that no? He wasn't meant to die. And because of this person's Bechira to kill him, that's why he died. So that's, how I'm going to, that's the first step. How I'm going to phrase the question is, when one person harms another person, is it the chat that nothing happened which wasn't meant to happen anyway, just he was the one to cause it? Or do we say it, the other person wasn't meant to die, and this person is responsible for killing him? And if we're going to say that second route, then we have a Hashkafa question. Because how could it be that a person wasn't meant to die and a person by choosing to be a Russian could change what was meant to happen? Okay, so firstly, which way around is it? So over here we're going to look. We're not going to make that up on our own. We're going to look. And we're going to find that there is shown him in each direction, in different places. In other words, do we look at somebody who died as it was going to happen anyway? He was just the one who, for whatever reason, was used to be inflict the punishment? Well, no, he caused it. He caused it. So, what are our Makaris? Makar number one. Makar number one, when a person kills Bishaygeg, there's a din that the family members of the person who got killed have a din of a goyal adam and they can go kill the Ratech. Why can they kill the Ratech? The goyal, the goyal adam, the relatives of the person who died can go kill the Ratech. Why can they kill the Ratech? It's a tragedy. Well, what do you want from him? He was never, he was the person who used to do the tragedy. Why, 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 what are you going, what's your time on him? That if you'd have been more careful, he wouldn't have died? No. Man, he's meant to either way around. So here's the, here's the machlegs to show him. What's the chat? 
the Irish are like the chinuch to say, the chinuch, that say you have a sign on him. You, because of you, he got killed. And that's why there's a right to kill him. And therefore, there's this understanding that it wasn't just that he was the agent. There was a certain like, uh, accusation against him because of you, he died. That's one, one makar for such a thing. Another makar which is always brought down and needs to be explained is Arachim. It's an Akhran adoration, but it's always quoted and needs to be explained. Uh, when, when Yosef was caught by his brothers and they were thinking if they should kill him or not. So Reuven says to them, don't kill him, throw him into the pit. Don't kill him yourselves, throw him into the pit. Uh, there's scorp- snakes and scorpions in the pit. It's, it's, they're going to be killed out there too. It says Arachim that no, because snakes and scorpions aren't in the And therefore, if Yosef wasn't meant to die, the scorp- snakes and scorpions would leave him alone. But if the brothers are going to kill him, that can change things. Because they are in the And therefore, it seems to know Arachim very clear that even if Yosef wasn't meant to die, Horai, the snakes and scorpions, left him alone, the brothers could have killed him. So here's where they ask the question. If he's not meant to die, how could the brothers kill him? Okay, so that's the that's second look. So therefore, if he's not meant to die, he won't. But if you leave him with the brothers, they might kill him, even though he's not meant to die. So they bring a ride from Arachim. That's the second place. On the other hand, we have the Rambam, we have the Rambam, and they speak of Ikra Imuna, and they say that it's Ikra Imuna, that no one can harm a person, and nothing can happen to him, unless Hashem wants it to be. And therefore it can't be. If Hashem didn't want a person to get harmed, then how can somebody else come and harm him? If, it's a, if they both bring in the Yisoyed, that Betachem means that if Hashem doesn't want something to happen to me, nothing's going to happen to me. And therefore, so how can that be? If Hashem doesn't want something to happen, then how can the, the choice of a Ben Bechira make a difference? Okay. So, I'm going to answer the question with the principle which we spoke about when we gave the Ikri Badim, but I'm going to repeat the principle for Doilem who hasn't heard it yet. It's an important principle to understand. And it's also in the Gator Rosh Hashanah. And that is like this. We'll talk about Rosh Hashanah first. We know in Rosh Hashanah, we say this in the Muslim of Rosh Hashanah, that there's two dinim that Hashem judges in Rosh Hashanah. The one is the din of the Klal, and the one is the din of the Prat. And we say, Ba'amadina is Ba'yayman, on the countries, we're going to say, Ezra'arav, Ba'ezra'arav, 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 which country is going to be at peace, and which country is going to be at war, and which country is going to be satisfied, and which country is going to be hungry. That's number one. Now, second thing. Ubriyais Ba'yayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayay
based on the crowd of the people in the place, Hashem is going to decide this is the din of this place. And therefore, like the writes in the Hoshiva, a place which is Rubai Rishoim, so Hashem will decide to punish the place. And he brings the Raya from Saim Bamoira, so that there was a din on the place. This place is going to get punished. This country is going to be at war. This part of the world is going to suffer a famine. It's a den on the place, based on the rove of that place. But now, the MS is that even in a situation of war, not everybody dies. There are a lot of people who die. Not everybody dies. The people get saved. Even in a situation of hunger, there are people who have food. And the reverse is true as well. There could be a country which is at peace, but people get killed. There is a country which everybody is successful, a country which is experiencing soiva, and there'll be people who are hungry. And if you just want to make it more real than that, there were people who walked alive out of the death camps. Yes, they were in a matzah of death, but they didn't die. They were survivors. And at the same time, there are people in America who get shot. So there's a din of the rabbi, there's a din of the place, and it could be Europe in the Second World War was neither as a place of death, as we know it was, but there were Yechidim who survived. The people who die, but the people who survive. And then the other way around. It could be since then most of the world has been nidan in Baruch Hashem so far as a place of peace. There aren't major wars, but every year there are people who get killed. So the din of the rabbin is one din. The din of the yachid is something else. Is that using the notion of getting killed different than people just die? Yes, yes, yes. People always die. They live a certain amount of time. They die. Getting killed is the same thing as being in a war, but even in a place of peace, people get killed. So we say that for the non-normal, quote-unquote. Yes. People get killed. Now, let's ask a question. Imagine someone will tell you that he's in a war zone. And we will tell this person, listen, it's in a dangerous place. Come to a place which there's no war going on. Come to a place which is safe. And he would say to you, I understand what the difference is. If I'm meant to die, I'll die here. I'll die there. If I'm meant to be alive, I'll be alive here. I'll be alive. So why should I? What's the difference? If it's niggas on me to death, I'll live in both places. If it's niggas on me to die, I'll die in both places too. So what's the difference? Is he right or is he wrong? And the answer is, we know from the Gemara, he's wrong. It's also to be in a place which is dangerous. But why? Why? What's the problem? He's right. Hashem decides life or death for each yachid. So the decide from the Meshkir of Chesmer which answers this question and will answer our first question too. And the decide is like this. And like we said, and it's going to answer the, the question of how this works, but also, why is the din of a rabbi as well as the din of a yachid? And the answer is, Hashem first decides the din of the rabbi, the din of the place. Now, every yachid is judged against the backdrop of the din of the rabbi, which means, if the country has decided this is going to be a country at peace, so what's normal in a country at peace? No one gets killed violently, and everyone's at peace. Now, against that backdrop, Hashem is going to judge each yachid. And each yachid is, should he live or should he be killed? But the, the, the hanacha is, the starting point is, that in a place of peace, people live. And therefore, the question is, does, does somebody do something bad enough that they deserve to be exceptional? Does someone do something bad enough that they deserve to get killed, even though the country is at peace? But when you have the opposite, when it's nigzad, the country is at war. In war, every, when people get killed. And if that's the case, the din of the yachid now is, should they be like everybody else, or should they be saved? But now it's the question the other way around. 
do they have enough schusim that they should be different to the norm? And therefore, for a person to say, you know, Baruch Hashem, I survived the year in Lakewood, most people do. It doesn't even big schusim. But if you say, if a person says, Baruch Hashem, I survived the year in Auschwitz, that is tremendous schusim. Because there are not very few people do. The background is going to change the din of the Yachid. And therefore, there can be a very big category in between. Which means, a Tzadik Gomer, or a person for every is a big schus, does he deserve to survive, uh, to, to live? Yes, he deserves to live. And even if it's a background of Sakon, he deserves to live. For every reason, Hashem wants him to live. And somebody Hashem wants him to die, he'll die wherever Hashem wants him to die. It's not going to change. But, there'll be a big category of people, that if the question is, does he deserve to die, the answer will be no. But if the question will be, does he deserve to live, the answer will also be no. And that's why it makes a difference where he is. If he's in a place where the starting point is, the place is Nigz Al-Khaim. The place is Nigz al The place is Nigz al Is this person bad enough that he has to be singled out to be punished? Maybe not. So, say that. Hashem will be going to Nigz also. But, if it's a person's in a place, which is a Makam Sakana, because it's Nigz al or it's Nigz for for Mulcham, whatever it is, and now the way Hashem is judging the person is, are you good enough that I have to do a nice to save you? You don't want to have to be judged like that. And therefore, you're better off being in a place which is not a Makam Sakana. Not because there won't be people who will be in a Makam Sakana, but because the, once the parameters of the question become different, so love that everybody who would be saved in one situation are going to be saved in the other one. That's the side of Makam Sakana. Okay, so that's what we explained. The two, two things. Number one, the dinner of Rosh Hashanah. And that is that it's first on the, on the tibur or on the place, and then only after on the yachit. And like we said, first is Vanam Adinus First, Hashem talks to them, and then only afterwards, the Briyas Boyi Pokedu. Then, after deciding the dinner of the place, Hashem decides the dinner of the individual. And now, number two, we understand the, the Gemara why a person shouldn't, should always try and avoid being in a Makam Sakona. Now, says with high school, to answer our first question. Can somebody do something to a person which Hashem wasn't Gozer? No, never. That's the money. The money is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't let things happen unless he agrees that them happen. And yes, and somebody can pull a gun and even fire. And if Hashem doesn't want the person to die, he won't. He won't. As it happens. But what happens is when a person with his Bechira wants to kill somebody, it's the same thing as pulling that person into the Makum Sakana. It's the same thing as putting a person to Makum Sakana, which means now the factor changes. If no one was threatening his life, so now the question is, that Kodesh Baruch have to engineer for him to get killed? No, maybe he's not such a big life. But that now someone's trying to kill him, so now it's Makum Sakana. And now the question is, does he deserve that Hashem should save him? And there'll be a lot of people in the middle category, which means there'll be people that, if no one's threatening them, there's no Indian to, 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 to punish them. Okay, so nothing will happen to them. But now that they're being threatened, and now the question is, does Hashem have to intervene to stop them getting killed? And in Makum Sakon, it doesn't make sense that Makum Sakon is because a person's in a, a, a boat which is sinking in the sea, or Makum Sakon because a person's in a concentration camp, or Makum Sakon because someone's putting a gun to him and trying to, and trying to shoot him. That's a, it's the same insight. And now in a situation like that, then the question in Shemayim becomes, does he deserve to be saved? That's a different Cheshmer. That's a different Cheshmer. It could be on one hand that a person doesn't deserve to be punished, but it could be on the other hand, love Dafki deserves to be saved. And therefore, how does it affect one person when someone else in their Bechira chooses to harm them? 
it puts them into a sakana. Now that someone's trying to harm them, it puts them into a sakana. And now that they're in a makam sakana, now that's to be a cheshmer in Shemaim, does Hashem have to intervene to save this person or not? You're right, they're still trying to get themselves out of that sakana. But if they're in that sakana, that's going to be the cheshmer. And well, that's why the Gemara said. The Chir can create a Makam Sakana. Now it goes back to Akkadish Prochet to decide is he going to save the person that's or not? The that you have out the and that's the time you have. Now I'm going to back and answer that question. Right. Now, just before we do that, one more point I want to talk about. The Gemara says that a person has to be careful of Kshafim. Kshafim. That there are people who knew how to use Kshafim, and Kshafim can harm somebody. So the Gemara says the story of Rabbi Hanina. Hanina was on a ship, and he saw there was some lady who was trying to cast some kind of kishuf, some kind of magic. And yeah, and he saw there was a lady who was trying to use some kind of kishuf to punish him. And he said to do it in Iraq, Hashem is in charge, you're not going to be successful. Ask the Gemara, but one second, Kshafim, have a crack. And the Gemara's answer, the Gemara's answer is, Hanina had lots of schosim. What does that mean? It means exactly the same thing. Kishuf can't argue with Hashem. Even if a person is using spiritual ways to punish somebody else, he can't fight with Hashem. But Kishif has a Kach. And if that's the case, the question has to be, is Hashem going to intervene to stop the Kishif working or not? That you need Chosim for. If no one was threatening a person, then he wouldn't have a problem. But now that he is being threatened, now the question is, does he deserve to be saved? And that's what Gemara says. And knew that for whatever reason, Nafish Chosim, you can't harm me because Hashem is not going to let it happen. It could be also, but uh, the, the mashmos is that the kishif was a sakana, and he said it doesn't make a difference. You can't uh, when when Hashem's looking after a person, he can you can't change that. The question just is the person of nafs chosim that even in a makom sakana they're going to be saved. So this is also the same. This is part of shad and vice with Rabbi Abayim that we spoke about a little while back. The dreams, the dreams, yes, yes. Uh, now one more point. So let's go. I want to get to the first. Is answer our questions. Then. Therefore, in the case of a retech. We said the girl died is a time in the retech. What did retech do wrong? If Hashem didn't want the person to die, he wouldn't have died. The answer is that's not true. You were mistaken in the person's life. Now Hashem had to decide, am I going to save this person or not? And if Hashem chose not, it's your fault. No one has to put him into Makum Sakon. So you can't blame Hashem that if Hashem wanted him saved, then nothing would happen to him. It's, Hashem wouldn't have punished him if you not be mistaken him. In the circumstance, you put him into it. Uh, he didn't deserve to be saved. And now we understand on a deeper point what the Arachim said. The Arachim said that what did Reuven want? Reuven wanted to destroy him into the pit. Oh, that's also a sakana. The snakes and scorpions there. It's also a sakana. And the answer is that's true. But the sakana of a person wanting to harm you is a bigger sakana. Because when it comes to snakes and scorpions, it's not their bechira. They're just being used. When it comes to a person, it's his bechira. And if a person is choosing to harm a person, now Hashem is a nice to stop it happening. If they would have like, tried to shech Yosef, whatever they would have done to him, and Hashem is to get involved, it required a nice. Snakes and scorpions, okay, they just left him alone. Even though both are about Sakana. Even about Sakana, that's a Chilsar Achaim. That a person is trying to harm a person is a bigger Makam Sakana. Because then Hashem is going to have to change something. It's not just his Bechir. Once he's decided to harm someone, Hashem is to try to prevent it happening. And therefore, Reuven thought he's helping Yosef by lessening the Sakana. But that's things I can't easy. Oh, so and so when I, when I spoke to my my rabbi, my shishapira, so he was showing me that not only is not machlek shishonim, it's perhaps in the zara says both. They both come, both streets are coming from the zara. The zara says both. It's not a stir. 
as long as there are, both aspects are true. In other words, there's an aspect which is true that a person can harm somebody else, which wasn't, which otherwise wouldn't have happened to them. But the dynamic of how that's working is because by being massacring somebody else, then it's changing the din. And that's exactly what the Gemara says. If a person puts himself into a Mokum Sakwan, then he's responsible if he gets killed. You go, what, what I do? What, was I meant to die? Wasn't I meant to die? And the answer is really you weren't. But by putting yourself into a Mokum Sakwan, now you didn't deserve to be saved. So then you're responsible for it yourself. That's the, that's the starting point to answer the question. Yes, yes, the Gemara said if a person walks under a kirin natu, which means a wall which is going to fall. And now the question is, does Hashem want to hold it back long enough for him to get through and let it fall on his head? The judge, does he deserve it or not? There wasn't a, the, does he deserve a nice to him? Does he deserve things to be changed? That's another question we have to ask. What did anyone Rosh Hashanah and what did anyone during the year? Because that's a big, big topic. You're right. Not everything is Rosh Hashanah. We've spoken about it. There's more to think about it. That's a big topic, 100%. The one last one I wanted to talk about, and that is once you get to this point, so now let's go back to the Nefesh Chaim. And the Nefesh Chaim says, uh, and the Nefesh Chaim misquotes the Gemara. So the Gemara I just told you says that you can look it up, that when the this, Mechashayfa wanted to put a kishif on Khanina, he said you can do it like And the Gemara asks, Kishif has Kayak. And the Gemara's answer was Khanina Nafish Khanina has extra Says Nafish Khaim, from this Gemara we see that if a person did a Makum Sakona, it's a very simple answer. A person would think, And if a person said Milvada, that Neshachan gives off Tahan. And the Shah Gimel, the person gives him a thing, Makum Sakona, he's thinking Ainad Milvada, he's Muftaq and nothing will happen to him. Now, at the time we spoke about this, before there were people who went through Matzavim of Pekach Nefesh with that and was But uh, the question is, that's not what the Gemara said. The Gemara didn't say because he said Adam Levada. The Gemara says, Rechanin and Nefesh Tose. So how did the Nefesh Achayim get from that, which is quite in the Gemara. It gets from the Gemara. The person thinks Adam Levada, oh, he's going to be saved. And the answer is, Nefesh Achayim isn't arguing with the Gemara. He understood the Gemara better. And is he said like this. And that is, if there's a question of does a person deserve to be saved or not, and we're going to look at his chosim, so then does he deserve or not? Well, how much chosim does he have? But, if it's, but there's another point here also. And that is, if it's come, if the sakana puts a person back into a question in Shemaim, does he deserve to be saved or not? Because that's what has to be decided. There's another option too. And the other option is that if a person's holding Babi Tachan, that's a chos to save him. That's a schus to save him. There's one schus to save a person because of the schusim he has, because of the level that Hashem decided he's not going to know he's going to punish him. There's a second option too. And that is the bitachem that a person has, that itself is a schus to save him. So the maximum another person can do to you is put you in a wakam sakon. And the maximum the wakam sakon is going to be send it back to Shemayim. Does deserve to be saved or not? If a person has bitachem, that's a schus to be saved. And therefore, the, 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 the eighths of Enem Levad Nefesh is saying is, it's true. Somebody could be trying to harm you. It's true, you could be in a Makum Sakwana. It's true, a person's life could be in danger. And what's it going to do? It's going to bring back the din to Shemaim. Does this person deserve to be saved? And if there's a person's holding by having Bitachan, not Jenny, right now, Bitachan bin right now, he deserves to be saved. That's a source of Bitachan that when it comes to a Cheshbon in Shemaim, does he deserve to be saved or not? That yes. If a person right now has Bitachan, deserves to be saved. That's a dog. Even if Lemaisi would have otherwise deserved to die, right now he's having Bitachan, that's his chos. What's the other Khanino? The wasn't thinking the whole time, end of the battle of foil. He said, end of the battle, and Hashem's in charge. If Hashem's in charge, he can't harm me. 
Right, the Mitzvah Hashem is in charge, and therefore, I know that Hashem doesn't want me to die. I have Sfosim, so you can't help me. The Mishchayim is taking a different point. Not just the person knows that. You have to be focusing. Right now, Hashem, I'm trusting you to look after me, because like we spoke about me, we spoke about Emunah. Hashem doesn't let down a person who has, who has real bitachim. And therefore, that will save him, because all the person can do anyway is bring him back to a, a recount in Shemaim. In the, system, in, the, in the given suggestion, they deserve to be saved or not. And if I understood that, now we understand the Apostle continuing. Which he says. I can be walking in the shadow of being killed. I'm in a Makam Sakon. And I know there's a good chance I'm going to die because in a Makam Sakon, there's no guarantee he's going to be saved. But if I know that Akash Mokh is with me, which is a holy Babi Tokhan, there's nothing to be afraid of. You know, even in a Makam Sakon. Let me buy another Makam Sakana. Okay, that's a regular thing. But even Begate some of us. Even if I know I'm in a real Makam Sakana, if I can hold of a Toy Madi. Um, and you're with me here. That's, a, that's the schus la'ira. Because more than that a person can't do. Uh, the, and then if the din in Shemaim, even in Makhmus Sakana is going to be, is protected, it will be protected even of that. So.